Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics. Hello and welcome to this episode of Seder Stories. I'm your host, Curtis Stoichoff, and today we're joined by three fall sport student-athletes. We have Sophia Letary from women's soccer, Max Kraus from men's soccer, and Olivia Venezia from field hockey. Uh, guys, thanks for taking the time to join us today and talk some sports. Thanks, thanks for Curtis. having us. <laughs> all right, so to get us started, all three of you traditionally play your sports seasons in the fall. Um, obviously, with everything going on this year, uh, that changed, and now we're playing in the spring. So kind of, can you just each give me some insight into what the biggest difference is for each of you and your teams playing in the spring as opposed to the fall? Yeah, I mean, obviously, one big difference for us was there was no non-conference games to kind of help prepare before we went straight into Patriot League. So um, usually we kind of use that time to figure out kind of our rhythm and how we like to play and where certain personnel fit into certain spots. So we didn't really have that opportunity, just kind of get tossed right in. So from the get go, it was uh, a little stressful to thinking about it, but it's been a nice adjustment. And we had a pretty le- nice length of a preseason, if you will. Yeah, I think it's similar for us. Um, the season's obviously very condensed and only a few games. I think we, we've we played two games so far and we have two games left. So four games is not the optimal length for a season. But um, yeah, we also started right with the Patriot League game at Lafayette and not having played together for, was at that point, 17, 18 months. Um, definitely made an impact in the first game like you you felt that not everything is working out the way you uh, were expecting it to work out um but other than that yeah it's just an adjustment uh i also i think the practice times i know that Soph has a same issue um in her team that sometimes you practice from 9 to 11 at night and then the next morning we have a 6 to 8 a.m um so just it's hard to get into a to a rhythm and establish a daily schedule that just repeats itself. So I think that was a challenge, but I think we're all managing to get through somehow. Yeah, just sort of going off what they say, I completely agree with everything. And then just for our sport personally, we play on a water-based turf and come winter time, we can't use the water. So we've been playing on dry turf, which just like kind of changes the pace of the game and how you play. And then another thing that's a little bit different is that we're not allowed to make a lot of overnight trips. So we're driving to Colgate, getting off the bus, playing the game, getting back on the bus and going home, which is kind of taxing and um, a little bit different from what we're used to. Usually when we're traveling to a place like Colgate, we get to go the day before, spend the night, have the day to like practice there, play, then go home. And instead, we're sort of like up at 7 a.m. on the bus, playing at 2 p.m., back on the bus by 4 p.m., and back to heart. So I would say what Max and Sophia already said, and then just that aspect for us personally. Right. And now I was looking at all three of the schedules um, before we got on here today. Um, And I noticed, I don't know if you guys know this, but all the games that your teams have played, all three of your teams, every single game has been a one-goal game. Um, so all three of women's soccer, all three field hockey, and then both of men's soccer have been decided by one goal. Do you think that speaks to more so like this strange season where maybe you have less time to prepare or just all the differences that go into this year? 
Or is that more about the competition level and the parity in the Patriot League where teams are so evenly matched and anyone can win any game? I think that it's very much related to yeah, how this season is just schedule-wise and, and everything. Because as I already said, like we hadn't played in a team environment like this, or at least in our team. Some of us went home and, and played there in some kind of capacity, but not with, with the teammates that we play with here now. So not having played together, you obviously lose a bit of team chemistry. Um, and then you it, it's different. You don't get 10 or 12 good chances a game anymore, right? So a lot of it now is just about physicality and, and competing. And then uh, you just try to create two or three chances a game. And uh, we had that against Lafayette in our first game. We got, I think, three big chances and didn't convert them. So we lose a game 2-1. And then against Army, honestly, with two good chances and we scored both of them and we win the game two one. So um, I think it's, it's really about who converts their chances because they're not going to be a lot of chances just because the, the pace of the game and the game flow is not as established as it would be with an actual preparation to a season. Yeah, I agree. I think um, a big part of it too is it is anyone's game. And that's kind of something that we've talked about as a team is, um, just because someone has won a game before us, like we played Army this past weekend and they are undefeated and we kind of talked about it, and just because they're undefeated before us doesn't mean that they're going to show up and be the best team in the Patriot League. It really is up to um, each and every game and kind of like what Max is saying. I mean, we only had one shot in the first half of Army and it was our goal. So it's really like limited. Um, and I think that part of that is just like our team, maybe not producing as many shots as we could, but. Um, I think each game is just very individualized and we don't look at um, you don't look at the league as a total and as a whole anymore. You look at each specific game and who you're playing because um, it's all very specific. So I think that's one big difference between playing in the fall and playing now is that we don't really like compare to scores anymore. We're just like, OK, we're playing Army. That's it. Yeah, I think also just sort of going off that is that the last time any of our teams saw another team was in 2019 and that's just a way long time ago and programs have just transformed from that time and like before our first game against BU we weren't able to watch film against them because we didn't have any recent film of them they hadn't played it since November of 2019 and it was going to be March of 2021 um, so just like going in sort of with less information and then also each team got different times and availability to practice in the fall and get together and really work together and so I think it's sort of really changed and now it's a little bit more even like it's anyone's game we see teams that are pretty dominant in the Patriot League getting upset by teams that haven't been dominant in the Patriot League so I think it's just sort of a combination of both we haven't seen teams since 2019 and then also this is just like an unprecedented time with a little bit less information. I think there's there's another aspect to it that um, obviously due to COVID restrictions and quarantine requirements that sometimes teams get literally isolated for 10 days or something and then they come out and play a game two or three days later and if that's a team that is one, that, that's 3-0, and 4-0 or something you never know what's going to happen, right? Because they haven't played in a practice environment then for two weeks um, haven't seen a ball, weren't able to train, run because we've, we've had three games cancelled so far due to COVID Um None of the cases were on our team, but on our opponents' teams. So, yeah, you never know how that's going to pan out, and um, you just got to be prepared for for whatever's being thrown at you. 
And just because we're playing BU on Thursday doesn't mean we play BU on Thursday. We experienced that two weeks ago when we we're going to play BU and actually ended up playing Army. Um, so you never know. But I think that's also part of why the season is so close. And I mean, all, all our sports and all our games and why you can't really ask or how Soph said, you really just got to go from game to game and then deal with each team individually. Right, definitely all really good points uh, there. All right, so I want to get into a little bit deeper into each of your sports right now. Um, start with you, Soph. So you guys opened the season uh, with a win over Lafayette, two to one. Um, obviously, it was your first game with a new coach, with Kyle Bach uh, taking over the head coaching role here. How did that game kind of go, your first one with the new coach, new season, and how are you guys able to get that win? Yeah, that was pretty exciting for us, especially because what we've talked about before of how like we didn't really have as much time to prepare and we didn't play any non-conference games and we hadn't played together in 17, 18 months. So obviously that was the first showcase of how we would play together. So it was great to start off with a win. And obviously it was also exciting to score within the first five minutes of the game. So um, I think overall it probably wasn't our best performance as a team but I think that's just because we hadn't played together in a while um but I think we caught them off guard in the beginning from scoring uh, in the first five minutes and they were able to capitalize and tie it up um but we at the end of it we got the win so it was exciting and obviously with um new our new coach Kyle it was um it was just a cool moment because like we've never been coached by him in a game before. So to kind of see that and see it succeed through that, it was, um, it was pretty exciting. And I think our team chemistry is strong enough that it was able to shine through even without playing together for the year and a half that we weren't here. So it was fun. Hopefully we can get a couple more wins before the end of the season. Right now, Max, uh, you talked about your win at army a little bit already. Um, you know, you had you had an assist on the game winner there. What was that game kind of like for you? What was the flow of it? And uh, how did you guys pull it out? Yeah, so in preparation of the for this season in general, we talked a lot about wanting to focus on our defense and playing hard to win our challenges and then just quick counterattacking soccer to create our chances and, and score eventually. Um, so it's kind of part of the game plan that we're not going to get that many chances. We're not a very possession-oriented team, more like making sure defense is stable and um then yeah use our quick players to counterattack and finish our chances and i think we already did that well against lafayette in the first game although scoreline was 2-1 lafayette and we lost that game um if you look at it we we conceded the the two goals against lafayette within four minutes and that was really the the, the only four minutes in the game that we were unorganized defensively and we created the chances i just talked about offensively as well we just didn't finish them and it might have something to do with yeah not being in the just in game mode not having played for such a long time and then against army i think the nerves were a little bit less so everyone was a little more focused everyone was a little more settled in knew what was coming uh, we have a very young team as well with a lot of sophomores and freshmen um so yeah we weren't that all over the place anymore as we were against lafayette maybe and I think we really followed our game plan and, and achieved what we, or it paid off what we've been practicing for the last eight, nine weeks. Um, and that's what eventually made us successful. So it felt really good to get against Army because we uh, still had a, yeah, something to make up for against Army. We lost 6-1 uh, last time we played them. 
So it felt really good. And I think it's the first time since 2009 that we won at Army. Um, and that definitely gives a team a lot of energy for, for our next game, right? So we have BU on Thursday. Um, that'll be obviously exciting because it will also be our first home game this season. And yeah, looking forward to that. And now Liv, now your guys' most recent game was a 2-1 overtime loss to a Lafayette, obviously a, a tough one. Um, can you just kind of walk me through like the flow of the game and uh, what you guys are going to take from it, what you learned about yourselves moving forward for the rest of the season? Yeah, um, obviously that one kind of stung, especially on senior day. We definitely wanted to win. However, sort of kind of going off what Sophie Max said, usually before we enter Patriot League, we have a chance to play non-league games and sort of like work out our kinks and that's sort of what we were focusing on all week during practice we played BU we played Colgate we were really unhappy with the way our Colgate game went and like we sort of changed our entire game plan for practice we had competitions all week we were really high intensity and we had very specific game plans that we went to follow for the game and it was sort of drilled in us all week and when it came to game time, I thought we executed the game plan really well. And it was probably some of the best hockey we've played. It was just unfortunate that the score didn't end up in our favor. Uh, we really had a goal to not let the other team score on us in the first five minutes, which has happened in our two other games. BU scored on us, I think, within the first minute. Colgate in the first three minutes. Every time we scrimmage in practice, a team scores in the first five minutes. And we were really big on shutting that part down and we held them scoreless for the first half. And then when they scored, we were able to easily follow through and then we pushed it into overtime. And I think all we need to do now is just finish more. We had a lot of really good opportunities and we just need to capitalize on them. But overall, I would say that that was probably one of our best games and that we were able to really take our mistakes and learn from them and also use the game plan. And kind of like what Max said, the last time we faced up against Lafayette, they smoked us. I forget the score. It might've been like eight, one or something. And it was like really tough. And I was honestly full disclosure. I was super nervous going into the game. And I felt like we were a completely different program than we were when we played them last. And it was a really good game. And it's sort of exciting to now take this game and like, see how we can execute a game plan and then take it to our next three opponents, which are Lehigh, BU and Colgate again. And we really want to be all three, but especially Colgate and BU we lost by one to them and I feel like that those were two games we could have won and I feel like now that we know a game plan and we have that confidence underneath us we totally can. Right and now Liv I think you are just giving a pretty good segue into my final question for the three of you um, which is looking at the remaining schedules for all three teams uh, what do you guys believe to be your keys to success for your teams down the stretch? I think for us, just remembering to play with confidence is something that we've talked about a lot. Um, I think we struggled with that in the BU game um, and we lost 1-0. I think we just kind of went into panic mode because we were getting pressed so high by them. Um, so remembering like we're good soccer players and we don't need to panic when people press us. We can kind of problem solve and work our way out of it. So I think that's something that we did better in Army and um, I think we just got unfortunate in the loss. But I think that's something that we've talked about a lot. It's just playing with confidence and believing that we have the capability and the skills to kind of work our way through any problems that come our way. Um, we play BU again on Saturday. So kind of another matchup. Um, we're hoping to get the win and um, yeah, we're really excited to see him back out on the field. Yeah, I think I agree with Soph and um, 
I think one of us has already touched on it. I forgot who it was, but there's not a lot of film on any team, right? Because the recent games, I mean, everyone's played one or two games so far, maybe three. And then all the other games were in 2019 and half that team is already gone has graduated or something. So um, it's really, really difficult to prepare for a team. Um, but I think that can potentially also be an advantage because then you don't focus so much on how the other team plays and you can maybe focus a little bit more on, on what you're trying to do in the game and try to bring your game through trying to play what, what you want to play like in the game, right? And, and instead of focusing on shutting down the opponent's game. And um, I think, I mean, you know, everyone knows kind of how the teams play in the Patriot League. It's always very physical. And um, with Army and Lafayette, we knew those were going to be the two most physical teams. Um, BU, probably a bit, a bit more tactical and, and Colgate as well. So it'll be interesting. I think it'll the standard or the, the game flow will be maybe not as intense um, from a physical standpoint, but it'll be it, the view game will be a different game than, than the past two games that we had. And I think we still make, need to make sure to just be physical, keep that up, but then also focus on, on um, really playing and getting in the flow. And then I'll think will be successful. Yeah, and I think for us, we're happy with the progress we're making, but we're definitely not satisfied with our results. We've been talking with the coach and then Trevor, our sports psychologist, about just our team at our best. And we found that it's just when we're having fun and like being intense and focused, but playing for them with each other and having fun, just really enjoying the game. And that's sort of when we create the flow and our best opportunities. So that's something we've really been focusing on is being intense while also having fun. And I think just going into the next few games, like Soph said, confidence is key, even though some of our games, all of our games haven't ended the way we wanted. We have the ability to beat these teams and we have the ability to win. And so I think just going off of that and like knowing that we can and then therefore playing like we can, I think we'll totally be successful because we're working really hard, we're making changes, we're adapting and we're making those pro like progressing steps towards our desired outcome. And now I think just having the confidence, having fun with it and just like doing what we know that we can, I think it's just how we're gonna go in and play and win. And even so just like knowing these could be our last three games, like we just need to have fun with it. Like, especially for us three, like we're seniors this is the last time we're going to be stepping out there. So we might as well just have fun and do our best and leave it all out there. And I think that if we do that, we are going to be successful because we've seen it happen in practice. We've seen it happen in moments in the game. So now just playing for that full 60 minutes. Okay, guys, thanks again for joining us today. Again, that was Sophia Letary from Holy Cross Women's Soccer, Max Krause from Men's Soccer, and Olivia Venezia from Field Hockey. We'll be back with the next segment of this episode of Seder Stories, where we talk with two members of the Holy Cross football team. Stay tuned. Run, roll, walk. Massachusetts is getting moving again. And UMass Memorial Healthcare is here to do our part. Push, pull. We're the region's leader in orthopedics with more doctors, more expertise, and more locations than anyone else. Stir, kick. Get moving again with UMass Memorial Healthcare's orthopedics experts. Job. Appointments available now. Call 855-UMASS-MD. UMass Memorial Healthcare, 
a proud sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics. Hello and welcome back to this episode of Seder Stories. I'm your host, Curtis Stoichoff. In this segment, uh, we are joined by members of the Holy Cross football team. We have Connor Dagenhart and Jacob Dobbs here with us. Uh, guys, take, thanks for taking the time to uh, talk with us today. So I know uh, you guys have talked about this a bunch already, but with this untraditional spring football season, this past fall, you guys didn't have a football season in the fall for probably like the first time in your lives since you've started playing football. Uh, what has that kind of been like for you? Maybe Jacob, you can start and then Connor, you can hop in after. Yeah, I know for me, like I've been playing football since I was about four years old and it didn't feel normal at all. It was really weird. I remember talking to my dad about it back way back when, I think in August when they canceled the season. And then like once it got to like September, it just didn't, something just didn't feel right. Like there was a little piece of me missing because I was used to, you know, you get up on Saturdays, you know, there's Michigan football on, you know, you're doing the tailgates. I used to go to Michigan games as a kid. So not even seeing them play, it was like life was just not the same. It was extremely weird to not have football. And there was some football on, but not playing it myself. I mean, it just, there was definitely a piece of me missing and it definitely, you know, was a rough period. Uh, There's a lot to overcome and there was a lot thrown at us, but uh, the fact that we were able to get some of us back here and at least practice or something, it gave us a little piece of football and uh, that made it a lot better. Yeah, I, I agree with Dobbs. Like he talked about, I've been playing since I was in kindergarten every single fall and uh, like, it's just become such a major part of my identity that kind of having that taken away in the fall, it, it was really hard and you kind of got to do some soul searching and, and uh, figure out what to do when when something like that gets taken away. It was really hard for me to uh, see games being played by other colleges, like especially locally. I know in the fall, I kind of, I, I took a lot of time away from it. I really tried not to watch all the games. Just It, it was kind of tough because I didn't know if we were going to get a shot to, to come back and do it. Um, but when they announced that we were going to be coming back and announced we had a season, it just felt like, it was a whole like weight off my shoulders and like stuff was going to be going back to normal. So being here, like just really not taking any days for granted and just being happy that we're given this opportunity and we were trying to keep making the most of it. Right. And now that you guys are here and getting to play your season, um, the way you've prepared for a game for a season, how has that changed um, now that you're doing it in this different time of year? I don't think the way that we prepare is really much different. I think um, a lot of the time, at least with the offense, we're really working on being the best that we can be because we've had uh, like very more limited practice opportunities than we do in the fall. And like we didn't have a spring ball. We didn't have we didn't play for like a year. So we're really just as, as much as we are prepping for other opponents, we really like to focus on ourselves lately and just try to improve as much as we can. Yeah, and the counter's point, I mean, just the way we go about practice, the attention to detail we have, kind of everything we do, it's the same. Uh, not much has changed. I mean, it's obviously like in these times, like we have our meetings over Zoom, they're not in person. So I think like, honestly, the biggest difference is just the rigorous schedule we would have and how we knew when everything was coming. We have to be a little bit more flexible now. And there's just a little bit more that's kind of thrown at us on the fly. But other than that, you know, the way we approach practice every day, you know, how we go about preparing for an opponent, that's all stayed the same. That's basically been a constant. But honestly, really, the only thing is just the kind of quirky schedule that, that we have. You know, we sometimes don't know if it's going to be an inclement weather schedule or we're 
you know, normal weather schedule. We're outside or inside or where are we going? So you kind of have to just really take it day by day and you can't plan out your week and you just got to be very flexible and, you know, respond to whatever's thrown at you. And our guys have done a great job of doing that, you know, throughout this entire thing. And now my next question, Jacob, you actually kind of touched on it already. Um, something Coach Chesney, I know, has talked a lot about is the virtual meetings um, and learning fundamentals in this non-traditional format. And he was really interested to see how those lessons would translate from a virtual meeting onto the field. And obviously, you guys have started the season 2-0, and so something has worked well. Um, but how have you both seen those virtual lessons and virtual meetings translate to on-the-field play? Yeah, I mean, there's one big example that sticks out to me, and it was at Lehigh. Josh Hicks, I think, recovered a fumbled muff punt uh, at about their 40-yard their line, so it was our plus 40. But we talked about all summer we had, like, situational meetings, and we would go over the film. And I think we watched last year, us against Fordham, they muffed a punt on their own 20-yard line. And we didn't recover it. They recovered it. But we kept replaying that in meetings over and over and over again. We were talking about situational football. And then you take a senior like Josh Hicks, who, you know, his attention to detail, he wants it so bad because this might be his last opportunity, you know, with all of us. And, you know, his attention to detail in those meetings, he responded to it by going and making a play on the field and seeing it. So it's honestly, you know, about us as individuals, you know, holding ourselves accountable in the meeting, you know, not being on a phone, really focusing in and actually seeing what our coaches are trying to convey to us. And obviously he did that and then, you know, made that play against Lehigh, which is a huge play for us in that game. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what Dobbs is talking about. I think that based on like the limited opportunities we've had to practice, we have been going over a lot more situational football stuff than in meetings than we typically would, where we would just rep it and at practice and just try to get as much live experience as possible. So like, like Dobbs was talking about that attention to detail has really just been crucial um over these zoom meetings and i think everyone has done a great job holding themselves accountable and holding their roommates accountable no one has cameras off everyone's sitting up focused with a notebook um i haven't seen a drop off in play from learning stuff over meetings to then heading out to the practice field and doing it i think everyone's been doing a really good job focusing not getting distracted and just making the most out of what we have in front of us Great. And now, I mean, talking about a little bit more about on the field play, um, Jacob, after Saturday's game, you made the comment that the freshmen came to play. Uh, and specifically after this last game, a bunch of freshmen had really strong performances. How do you think the opportunity, how do you both think the opportunity for these freshmen to come and develop in the fall instead of playing right away has benefited them now that we are playing in the spring? Yeah, I definitely think there's a great benefit to those guys who were here in the fall. But I look at a guy like Matt Sluka, who hasn't even who wasn't here in the fall. But, you know, he's came and responded and he's got like Montserrat class on some days. So he's not practicing as much. But then you take a kid like Terrence Spence, who was here all fall. And then he goes and makes that block punt, you know, and recovers it for a touchdown. So I think, you know, there's a lot of guys who have been here who got that fall, who got a lot under their belt. But then also they had the ability to do all those meetings all fall. So there's a lot of install and stuff, a lot of prep that's gone into this spring season that they might have not gotten otherwise. There was a lot of things that were taken away from them. They have their uh, card stacked against them by not having like the summer to train or having a true fall camp. You know, they really had to get it in and walkthroughs and stuff and not really, uh, you know, what our traditional mode of, uh, you know, player development is. But, you know, those guys have done such a great job playing above their age and just being mature and, you know, 
playing their best of their ability every single day in practice. And uh, it's translated to the field for them. Yeah, I agree a lot with Dobbs as usual. Um, I think not having football in the fall, we had a lot of time to, to install. And as a freshman, I know it was different for me than it was for Dobbs. Dobbs started as a true freshman. I, um, I, I had a couple of years to, to kind of learn, but um, as a quarterback, it takes a lot of time to, to learn a whole new offense, a whole new playbook. And having that whole fall and summer and winter to really install and hone in on the X's and O's, um, I think gives a gives a huge advantage to to those freshmen. And then when they show up, like the, they're so talented, Coach Chesney and the rest of the coaches do a great job recruiting. We know we have really good players and we know that all the freshmen can can do their thing physically. And since they had that extra time mentally to really get all the plays down, it put them it kind of evened off the playing field whereas a lot of freshmen when they come into fall camp look kind of lost out there it, it didn't look that way this year it looked like they all had a really better understanding of what was going on mentally so they were really able to compete physically because they have all the tools um in terms of in terms of football skill so since they were able to get that extra extra mental preparation I think that that was a, a great service to them Right. And now, so this week was actually the first week or this past week was the first week where we were allowed to have fans at events on campus here. Um, so you guys did have fans at Fitton Field last week. How how did that feel? Did it feel like a real home game or were there any differences still? Um, I guess in general, just how good is it? How happy are you guys that we're able to have fans, at least a limited number of fans here? Yeah, I mean, having everyone at Fitton Field is a great feeling. Um, playing in an empty stadium would have been a little weird, but being able to have family and friends come to the game and then see students or alumni like from from past years on the football team at the game that's that's a great feeling just having uh all of our fans there support us and we're clearly really excited to go play and it's exciting to me and the rest of the guys that we do have that community that wants to come support us and it, it made it feel like just like everything was back like when you're out there and the fans are cheering and you're playing, you kind of forget about all the, all the hard stuff that's going on and you get to kind of just dial in and just say it's another football game. Like it was last year, no matter who we're playing. Yeah. I think Connor makes a great point. Like I, I just know that like it felt like a normal, like Dan fitting felt like a normal Saturday, like life just felt normal for once and for the first time in a very long time. And I think we were so lucky to be able to get students there, get our family there, our friends there. I mean, it was just a great overall experience being able to see everybody behind us and go play a football game. And then obviously to win a football game in front of them. I mean, it just felt great because it just felt like a normal Saturday in the fall. And like the weather leading up all week for me, it felt like a Saturday, like it felt like a fall, like kind of week. So I, I just had the complete vibe all week that it was like a f normal fall, you know, kind of like in season week. And then you get to Saturday and it's beautiful weather, 60 degrees, clear skies. You got all the fans there and everything. And then, you know, it feels like a completely normal day. So it was, you know, obviously an amazing experience. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, I only have a couple more questions for you guys. Um, this next one, obviously with all the changes, all the differences this year, you guys have touched on a bit, um, you know, with the meetings, with not having the same fall preseason as usual. How has the team been able to bond? Uh, maybe you're not all together in a group as often as you normally would be. Um, but how have you guys been able to bond, get to know each other and grow as a family, as a team throughout this whole process? I think that's definitely been one of the bigger obstacles that, that we've faced, not having 
in-person meetings you don't really get to be around everyone as much and then just because of school rules um not being able to just hang out in the dorms with with some of the younger guys i know that that was a, a big thing we used to like to do to to really feel like we were a team everyone everyone hang out get to know the younger guys that are that are new here um but that's i think that's something that's really special about our team is is the bond and the and the friendship and the family that that comes with being a part of the team and i think that even though we haven't been able to be around the guys as much just when we're out there at practice we all have so much fun competing and and uh i think that those are always great bonding experiences being able to play together and then uh so i haven't felt like there's been a huge drop off in terms of team camaraderie even though i know we all like to be together more than we're allowed to be but uh in order to do the safe thing and keep this season going we've all kind of had to to lay low a little bit but um I, I still think that 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 bond is still there and that's something that i've been been really happy to see yeah the counter's point i mean he hit it right on the head uh you know i think just the biggest thing he mentioned was practice i think practice has been even more of a bonding experience like practices really I think have been more intense and emotional and you can kind of feel the defense and the offense there's a little bit more juice there from both sides competing against each other which I think has been great and I think it's made us better but obviously we don't get the off the field stuff you know bonding as a team like I know last year when I came here like the biggest thing that made me feel comfortable as a freshman was you know being able to go paintballing in the summer doing all that stuff not having that, you know, is really unfortunate for these young guys, but it just has made practice that much more important in terms of a team bonding aspect, which I don't feel like there's been any fall off there. Great. Now, I mean, obviously, we already talked about it. you guys started the season 2-0. and um, Great start to the season. Now, looking ahead, um, got a big game coming up this Saturday at home again. Kind of looking ahead, both of you personally, what are your goals for the rest of this season and what do you hope to see this team achieve? I mean, obviously, I think my like personal goal is just to go win a Page League championship again. I think these seniors have been through so much, you know, a coaching change and then this whole COVID thing and not knowing if they're going to get one last ride with us. You know, the least we can do, especially as underclassmen, just go win a ring for them. And I think that's the biggest goal in everybody's mind. Just go get another ring. Just go get another ring. And then, you know, obviously, let's just play football as long as we can in the playoffs. I think last year was a little, you know, premature exit for us. We'd like to play more football later into December. And, you know, at this point now, you know, hopefully we go with that opportunity to win a Page League championship, get to the playoffs. And then now it's going to be fight every single week to make sure that these seniors can get another football game, make sure these seniors get another football game. And I think if we take that approach, we, we you know, hopefully can play football for as uh, long as we can until that final week in May and then, uh, you know, see if we can make it there. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think it's just play as many games as we possibly can and just – handle whatever is in front of us. It's it's really hard to think long-term when there's been so much stuff up in there and the season for as well as it's gone, it hasn't gone as expected clearly. Um, so it's really just, I don't wanna look too far in the future. I wanna just make sure that we make it to practice tomorrow and just have the best day that we can and just continue to, continue to grow as an offense, try to get um, some of my rhythm back, throwing the ball and uh, try to get this offense, like scoring at even a higher clip to just protect the defense a little bit. Um, but just go one and zero every week, focus on whoever's in front of us, play the best of our ability. And if, if we play, like I know how we can play as a team, then 
I think we should be able to go one and zero every week, and that'll just that'll just keep rolling for for as long as we need to. Great, sounds awesome to me, guys. Um, thanks again for joining us today. This was Jacob Dobbs and Connor Dangenhart with Holy Cross Football. My name is Curtis Deutschoff, and this has been Seder Stories. Thanks for listening, and catch us next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seder Stories. Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross Athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go Cross Go! We hope you enjoyed this episode of Seder Stories. If you did, please subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you do like the show, please be sure to give us a five-star rating and leave a review. We'd love to know your thoughts and reviews are one of the best ways for others to find the show. Thank you for listening to Seder Stories.